Hey, thank you for tuning in to another episode of Boat Expressions. Uh, forget, uh, forgive the uh, background noise. Uh, the heater is on. <clears throat> I want to talk about this. Um, I don't know if anyone watched Proud Family when it first was on uh, Disney Channel. Um, it was a you know show about a black family, uh, animated. You know, kind of they touched on some on some issues, um, but it it went off the air, and it recently came back. Let me see. The yeah, it was in early two thousands. Final episode was in two thousand five. The sorry the. Let me see. I guess it had to be like a maybe a, last year, a couple of years ago. At this point, they brought it back. I could have sworn they had more than just three seasons, huh? But they brought it back. Um, yeah, a couple of years ago, didn't reboot it. Just kind of restarted. The characters are slightly older, and it's on Disney Plus. So. They can do a little bit more than what they um, <laughs> they can do a little bit more. Like they have a uh, 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 openly gay couple in there, and they have different talks about different things. Uh, and yeah, they're just they're just able to do more without it having to be since it's not on a official channel. Uh, but, you know, it's still Disney, so, you know, it's only so far they're going to go, which is all right. You don't have to go to the extreme to do different things. Um, this second season they came up with has an episode that, once again, has Fox News clutching their pearls because talking about this is more important than anything else. And they have really been, been on a whole thing about not teaching any kind of black history, not, not doing anything and um, anything that is not straight white male is considered woke. No matter what, what the content is, if it's something that is not featuring a straight white male as the protagonist or from that viewpoint, then it's considered woke. It's basically a way of shutting down any kind of conversation or, or way of just dismissing it because they don't have to learn about it. They don't have to, you know, do anything about it. Um, they made a video on my YouTube channel talking about how Florida, they, they banned it. Uh, I need to do an update, but they recently, they banned this AP Black History course. And it wasn't even going to talk about just about Black history in regards to America, they was going to also talk about the islands and whatnot. But there were two anchors or two people who came on Fox News and were talking about it. I'm not worried about the the male anchor at this point. I'm looking at this woman. And it is always funny when they have Black people on Fox News because they, they get them to say the stuff that Oh, well, if we get them to say it, then we can hide behind. See, they're, you know, they agree with us. You know, they're, 
they're the good ones and you know it's is that type of thing um this woman Stacy Washington she's a talk radio host she apparently also wrote a book they were talking about well i remember when we watched cartoons it wasn't all like this you know we had he-man and blah 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 you know as if there aren't just you know basic vampit shows like that now but there's a lot more content a lot more things people can be a lot more creative with their shows and can better express the world around them and once once again it's always funny the the implication they have is either the kids today are too soft and they can't handle certain things and then when you give them something that's above you know a fifth maybe even fourth grade type of you know emotional <laughs> i don't know how to describe it but anything above a certain level they're just like oh well, this is too much for kids and kids this and kids that and you know number one if you're watching if you're watching the okay, I can't even call it a reboot, the, the relaunch of the Proud family, it's probably because you watched it early on. And so you're probably an adult. You know, it's millennial, maybe Gen Z, more than likely. You know, those are the people who watched it in the early 2000s. You probably watched it later on, you know, from reruns and, and just things like that so but but then again fox news has this narrow view of how the world works um i think i mentioned before they got mad at xbox for putting a feature on the consoles for energy saving it's like okay so now when it does this when when you turn it off and when you do this is going to actually power down and save you know it's for you know, energy saving, uh, lower, you know, lower energy costs and all this. And they said, well, it's woke now because it has this whole, you know, protect the planet, which I, the notion that, hey, our planet, we should probably take care of it and do stuff that doesn't mess it up because it's the only one that we have. The fact that that's considered woke and it's, it's just very stupid, very anti. I'm I'm not a smart guy, but it seems very anti science. It seems anti, you know. It seems counterintuitive. I'll say that, you know. But, you know, and and they're like, well, you know, kids just want to play games. Kids is like, okay, the the message popped up. They'll just press the button to keep going and and going about their day, going about playing the game. They're not being. You know, they're they're not sitting here thinking about the implications of whatever. Also, do you know how many adults play video games? Do you know how many adults spend their you know how many adults make money off Twitch and YouTube gaming playing games? And also from just a standpoint, it's like, well, my kids is like, okay, well, from a person who pays bills. Having a thing that I'm probably on a lot, or even just a little bit, saying, hey, here's a feature that's going to, you know, end up costing you less money to use. I'm happy. It's like, why would you not be happy for that? Once again, them picking out stuff that doesn't matter and ignore things to do. But let's get back to Proud Family. 
they were mad over this episode that was talking about that the the kids talked about um black history slavery reparations and such and of course um as i said the one guy was like he said something about he-man but you know he-man talked about i think friendship and other crap like that and uh i'm surprised he went to he-man as homoerotic as that was but the woman said, yeah, you know, I watched He-Man and, you know. And she said, Sesame Street. And I was like, Sesame Street had a, talked a lot about race. You know, especially I'm, I'm assuming, you know, they, they always have older people on. They don't, they don't, they rarely ever have anybody younger on. It's always somebody, people of a certain age. But I'm going to say relatively speaking she's probably late 40s early 50s and you didn't see any episode of sesame street where they talked about racism they talked about mr rogers talked about racism back then and so how is it that you missed this this show that even fox news has called you know liberal and you know they they want to claim that it's woke now because you know they they have a thing with uh revisionist the sorry trying to sound smart i messed up the word revisionist history to where you know they go back and it's like oh well you know we're going to look at it only in this lens and not in the whole context and speaking of uh revisionist history we she also brought up their favorite poster child for revisionist history i'm going to that's that's my word of the day. Dr. Martin Luther King, because she said, you know, that that one line that apparently is the only thing that mattered in that one speech that apparently he said, he said that one speech and he did a march and that's all that and he got shot. That's the only three things that mattered in his life. Um, but apparently, you know, she brought up the content of your, uh, the content of your character, not the color of your skin and blah, blah, all that crap. So let's look for a little bit about, about what Dr. King said about education. Once again, forgive the background noise. Um, Dr. King said, and I'm getting this from the EWA Education Writers Association dot uh, org. Mark, uh, Martin Luther King Jr. said, "Education is a battleground." Um, and what he talked about uh, about education and about just teaching, you know, things that probably they would have an issue with. Um, I'm just going to read a little bit of this article. It is not, sorry, it was not fortuitous that education became embroiled in this conflict, King said. Education is one of the vital tools the Negro needs in order to advance, and yet it has did, and yet it has been denied him by devices of segregation and manipulations of equality, sorry, with equality. Um, this was a speech, uh, March 14th, 1964, speech to teachers and other uh, analysts also shows that there's still much to do in the education front, even in 21st century America and urgent, and most urgently during the pandemic. The richest nation, and it's funny how you, you see some of these people, some of these people, uh, 
throughout history or in, in history uh, who have said things about America. And it's surprising, it's amazing, and also kind of saddening how they still apply to today. Um, the richest nation on earth has never allocated enough resources to build sufficient schools to compensate adequately its teachers and to round them with the prestige our work justifies, King added. We squander funds on highways on the frenetic pursuit of recreation, on the overabundance of overkill armament, but we pamperize, sorry, pauperize education. Uh, that last part they would really have an issue with because the overabundance of overkill armament, they would cry, but our second amendment and don't you support the troops? Missing the whole point that we do all these other things yet we don't focus on education, which why would you want uneducated people fighting for your country um, or just participating in general? Because, you know, they do have people once once there's an election and they lose and they always whine and complain. And then they try to come up with more laws to keep the people who didn't vote for them from being able to vote. You know, so it makes sense because they don't want educated people because the more educated you are, the more you're able to hold them accountable and to point out their bullcrap. And this is not, you know, specific to the Republican Party. There's a lot of people, people, politicians in general suck. Not all of them, but, you know, it's not specific to one party, but this this party in particular. Um, and so it's, so on the episode to where they were talking about black history, reparations and just other things, and of course they're they're thinking about white frailty, they <laughs> they once again they like I said, it it the the thing about King and censorship really bothered me because they always put King in this in this safe box that they like to put him in. And unfortunately, I believe it has also colored the way that other black people look at him because they're like, oh, but well, he wasn't about this. Like King, pe King, people didn't like Dr. King when he was, you know, active. Um, I saw something about even uh, JFK's wife, the first lady at the time, said that he was a horrible person. Um, let's, let's keep reading a little bit. Let me check. So, sorry. Education must enable one to shift and weigh evidence. Once again, they don't like you to be able to pick and point the things that they're wrong about. To discern the true from the false, the real from the unreal, and the facts from the fiction. The function of education, therefore, is to teach one to think intensively and to think critically. But education, which stops with efficiency, may prove the greatest menace to sorry, the greatest menace to society. The most dangerous Jesus, the most dangerous criminal may be the gifted, may be the man gifted with reason, but with no morals. King then pointed to Eugene Talmage, the ex-Georgia governor who used racism and populism to dominate the state's politics in the 1930s and 1940s. The FBI investigated suspicions that Talmadge sanctioned the lynchings of two black couples in 1946, according to NBC News. The late Eugene Talmadge, in my opinion, this is King speaking again, possessed one of the better minds of Georgia or even America. 
Moreover, he wore the Phi Beta Kappa key kingpin, but all measuring rods, sorry, by all measuring rods, Mr. Talmadge could think critically and intensively. Yet he contends that I am an inferior being. Are those the type of men we call educated? We must remember that intelligence is not enough. Intelligence plus, plus character is the true goal. So, sorry. Intelligence plus character. <laughs> I'm showing my intelligence right now. Intelligence plus character, that is the goal of true education. Um, and just, just you know, go through some other things that they seem to forget about Dr. King whenever they bring him up. Um, here, here's things. Uh, King used nonviolent practices to advance the lives of black people and all minorities, all minorities, in six areas, poverty, wage discrimination, two things that they also, you know, housing, peace, uh, justice, and education. Um, there's one clip I kept watching the other day about how he talked about how after, as he said, the Negro was emancipated, that we still, there were still a lot of things that were denied to us. He said, so we were free, but we were free to famine and, and other things. And how America gave money and land and housing opportunities to white immigrants or poor white farmers. They gave it to everybody, but as he said, the Negro, he said, because they they had a willing to to do these things but just not for us that it wasn't just you know that they 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 villainized our color our very being but yet this every time they talk about him oh well you know he only cared about the the cunt the content of your character he didn't care about the skin color it's like no he talked about his whole thing was about the negro being treated as second-class citizens because of our skin. Um, uh, another speech, what is your life's blueprint? Don't allow anybody to make you feel that you're nobody, King told the students. Always feel that you count. Always feel that you have worth. And always feel that your life has ultimate significance. He talked about a lot of things that they like to wave off or act as if he didn't stand by or act as if, or act as if it's crazy that my microphone's picking up stuff that I can't even hear myself. But it's it's frustrating how they it's frustrating how they just I haven't seen it done that much this year. Um, I'll, I have to double check and look how they like to parade his image around as if they agree with what he stood for or as, as if they agree, agree with who he was, that if he was alive today, that they wouldn't call him woke, that they wouldn't call him this uh, divisive. Um, here's just a little part from uh, another article by The Atlantic. 
Um, and this was also, what is this? Uh, he also, Blueprint from uh, 1967 address at the Atlanta YMCA. Um, it has an insert. See, Martin Luther King Jr. saw three evils in the world. Uh, you can look that up uh, when you have the chance. In which he argued that the fight for civil rights in America must shift from a struggle for decency toward what he called genuine equality. And genuine equality, King warned, would be costly. It would require the government to spend billions of dollars to abolish poverty and provide high quality education while tolerating an inevitable backlash from white Americans. Um, this morally ambiguous king understood white supremacy as a system that had prevailed in every aspect of our nation's life, history, and legislative and judicial practice. And he envisioned the, the dismantling of that system. He did not simply take sides on policy prescriptions, which only led to superficial solutions. He imagined a country in which black people could enjoy the full benefits of citizenship and human potential. If, and they put this, if the, if the legacy of this king is our measuring stick, we have failed. And so that also points to how they say, well, we've come so far from, you know, where we were then but the thing is also, but have we come, how far have we really come? It's like, yeah, you, well, I would say you can't openly kill us in the streets, but that's also not true. Um, and this time when they do, they, they like to say, well, you know, black on black crime and it's only because they're violent. Uh, never mind the number of white people to go in somewhere and shoot up a school, shoot up a church or whatever. That's all because of mental issues, mental issues, which we will not spend money on. But once again, in that spending billions, the government spending billions to get rid of poverty and, and to do other things that we clearly have the money to do. We can, we constantly up the budget of the military damn near every year. It's in the trust, we spend trillions and while at the same time making it illegal for homeless people to be out is it's like what are you charging for? like where else are they going to go for for some of them it's better for them to be in a jail because at least they have someplace warm but you know there are better solutions that we can available to us we just don't want to take them we just it would be costly, not just for the government, but for but for us. They would require people to do other things. And there's a, um, I may make another episode about this. There's a hate towards people in poverty and people in lower class, people who are, you know, the poor of our countries, which is for a good while now has been majority of America. You know, they, they talk about the crumbling middle class, yet they constantly do things to crush on that middle class but i'm getting away from the topic of these people you know once again whining about stuff that doesn't matter like a cartoon that i'm pretty sure none of them are watching that i'm pretty sure none of their kids are watching um that they probably didn't care about when it was on and they probably haven't watched or paid attention to any episode 
before or after that because they don't really care. They just want to get you outraged and, you know, it's their way to other somebody. You know, it's like, well, they called you racist and they're, you know, they're calling us this and that. It's, you know, their their thing is more about being called something than if they actually are that thing. But, you know, I've had to finally get off my butt and record something. Thank you for um, thank you for um, <laughs> sorry. Thank you for listening. Thank you for your continued support. Uh, you can check out some of my videos on my YouTube page. Um, oh, I'm sorry. It's been so long. I forgot how to do my 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 Indian scroll. So. <clears throat> Thank you for tuning in to watching. Thank you for all the people who uh, like, share, subscribe, all that good stuff. Uh, you can find me at Twitter and Instagram on Bold Expressions, BLD Expressions, on both Twitter and, and Instagram. Once again, that is BLD Expressions. Uh, if you'd like to send me an email, you can send me to uh, Bold Expressions number four at gmail.com. Once again, Bold Expressions to number four at gmail.com. You can find me on YouTube at Bold Expressions Podcast where you can find uh, certain episodes of uh, this show and also my shorter form show, Random Thoughts on there. Um, once again, thank you to everybody who listened. You have no idea how much I appreciate it. Um, let me know your thoughts. Uh, if you feel like you know you have a different take on it, if you think maybe I've left something out, whatever. Let me know. Um, give me more content to put out. Uh, have a good day, good morning, good evening, whenever you're listening to this. And as always, don't be so busy to prove your point that you forget your purpose.